Hey everyone, I'm Nick Boguez, self-made small business success story. I went from working five jobs and over 90 hours a week to building a multi-million dollar, internationally known pizza enterprise. I never stop, I won't fail. There's power in the pen, and today there's power in the mic. Welcome to the Business Equation Podcast. Today we'll solve the equation for how to navigate through the restrictions of the coronavirus. This is not a drill. As everybody knows, these are very, very desperate times, trying times. And what I want to do today for you is give you an idea over the last 10 to 11 days what I've done in my company that has really maximized this situation in a couple different ways. One of the ways that it's maximized it is we still have stayed fairly busy. I really feel at this point, 11 days in, that I'll be able to navigate this without any type of outside help from the governments or the banks or even my landlords. I don't say that that bragging. I just say it because it's true. And I also say it because I think there's some things that I have done that have been very smart, uh, things that I've done that were lucky, things that I've done that were detrimental to where I am 10 or 11 days later. Things change over these times. We've seen them change day to day, hour to hour. So even though I'm sitting good at 10, 11 days in, I do feel like, you know, we're not out of this thing yet. Every week to me is another round. We're in a, we're in a definitely in a heavyweight fight, but I want to really try and help you guys out that, that if you're going through this thing, which I think we all are, that I can give you some things that have really helped us get to this point where, where we're in pretty decent shape. Even if you're in a spot, like we're pretty much half of our business was shut down. So what happened was, is as you know, I have five restaurants at the moment. They shut down all the dine-in, all the bars at the, at the restaurants. And a lot of other people have gone through the same situation in the restaurant business. And other businesses have been completely shut down. I still think there's things to do, even if you're completely shut down. But if you're lucky enough to be one of the few that is open and deemed essential, then I think there's the things that I've done that, that are really helpful. So we'll start with leadership. That has been very, very important. From the very beginning, my tone through this to my team has been one of a leader. I think it's very important that you, you start there, and that's where every time that something comes up through this, you hear from, may it be the president, then you hear from the governor, then you hear from the mayor or county officials, and then my team would then hear from me. So I thought it was smart that every time that there was some sort of announcement on what was going on, that I spoke to my team, whether it was directly over a, a phone call, like a, a Zoom meeting or a conference call, or if it was important to, to go ahead and put them into a group text and let everybody know what was going on. Uh, we unfortunately did have to lay off a, a lot of our workers. The way that I chose to do that was to do the research for them, to kind of find the, the information, how to apply for unemployment, and put that out there, give them the instructions, and try and help them through that. It's probably been the most trying part of this whole situation has definitely been that I have a bunch of employees that aren't working at all. So my focus through this whole thing is to make sure that we come out stronger, that we're not battered and beat up at the end of this, because when they do come back, I want them to come back to a place that's busy, a place that they want to work at, a place with still high spirits. So I think that's what's been really important to me as well. But making sure that as this thing goes on, 
the leadership and communication to me go hand in hand. So I've been making sure that I'm communicating to my team. I'm making sure that when I do communicate to my team, that it's a, a strong message, a, a message of preservation, a message of uh, hope that we will get through this. And at the end of the day, I do believe all those things. Even um, 11 days ago when this first started, and I really had no idea how I would be sitting uh, 11 days out or even at the end of this thing. But I did think that you have to have the positive attitude and the mindset that you can get through it. I saw a very interesting question uh, somewhere on one of the, the forums that I follow for small businesses. And the, the question was, all the money that you've spent on your mindset, do you feel that it's worth it now? And I, I thought, boy, is that a great question? Yes. You know, I, I spent a lot of money on going to different seminars and different types of things and different uh, books that I read and hours and hours of uh, audio books and different things just to get that right mindset. And yes, when everything hit the fan, the mindset is the most important part. That's where I've been communicating that to my team, the importance of the mindset to make sure that they get through it. And everybody reacts different to this thing. That That's what's going on. To me, there's probably three different camps. There's, you know, the camp that, um, oh, this is just the flu and, and why are we shutting everything down and who really cares and more people die from the flu. And I think that camp was bigger at one point and now it's a little bit smaller, but there's still people out there in that camp. There's no doubt about it. Then there's the one that's in between. It's like, hey, this is uh, scary. I'm going to go ahead and, and follow all the guidelines and make sure that I do everything right. And if they tell me to stay at home, I'll stay at home. And, you know, boy, I don't, I don't really know what's going on, but I'll, I'll uh, just believe and, and trust of what the government officials are telling me. And then there's the, the other side that are extremely worried to catch this thing, you know, and they're pretty much scared for their life. And some of those people are ones with medical restrictions and, or loved ones with medical restrictions. So I think it's, it's justified. I think it's, um, you know, it's, it's really hard. Some of those people are employees of mine, which makes it difficult too, because you've got to talk to people that you're staying open, but at the same time, they're scared to death to work, you know? And I think that's where you've got to be as an employer. You got to go and you got to physically talk to those people and, and say, hey, look, um, it's fine. If, if you don't want to work during this thing, you know, we'll take the, the necessary steps so you don't have to work. And when you want to come back, your job's still here. I think it's just being heartfelt, being honest. Um, I always talk about integrity. And I think that's where the integrity of the leader comes in. And I, I think that's what's really important right now is that you actually talk to those people and let them know that, that you hear them. And I think if people understand that you care about them, then they care about you. And sometimes we're talking about people that may have worked for you for years and years. And it's really some difficult conversations between being laid off and, and between them still working with you with, when these type of things are going on. So I, I think you just gotta, you gotta be heartfelt and everything and, and you gotta be understanding and you've gotta have those leadership qualities that'll, that'll get you through it. And take every case, case by case, you know, and I, I think the other big thing you could do as an employer is, you have to really show the, that you want to be safe. You know, there's a lot of things out there that can help us be safe as far as hand washing and sanitizer and, and different um, gloves and different other procedures. And the thing at this point is it's really tough to be able to go out and buy all these things for your employees. It's almost like if you didn't do it right when this thing started, the, the hype of it, you know, two weeks ago, you know, you, you can't bring Clorox wipes and sanitizers and stuff around to your, to your, um, places of business because they're gone right now. 
you know, and I think that's what, what's tough too, is you've got to make sure that your people are safe. And if you're interacting with the public, I think you need clear signs and, and clear communication to tell people like, hey, this is how we are working with it. This is what we're doing. You know, are we practicing social distancing inside your establishment? Like you need to have signs up to say practice social distancing. Remind people when they're in there. People like to feel safe. And I think the, the perception and the reality cross right in the middle right there. You, you have to really be out there promoting your safety and your employees can tell that you care about it. I think your customers can tell that you care about it. And it's, it's very important. You know, there's a, um, I have a favorite uh, butcher shop slash grocery store that I go to all the time, once, once a week. And I went there last week. And when I walked in, it was like the day before Thanksgiving. It, it wasn't like the middle of the coronavirus. It, it was, you walked in, you took a number in this small I don't know, maybe 1,000 square foot or 1,500 square foot butcher shop. There was 35 people. Everybody was standing on top of each other. None of the workers were wearing gloves. It was kind of disheartening, to be honest with you. It was, it, I didn't know what to think. It, you felt dirty. And it just felt, I don't know, it just didn't feel good. I don't know what else to say. Like, it, you just, you, you felt like you want to go home and take a shower. And you were trying to be worried about standing next to people. And, when I finally got to the register, I said, boy, I'm really surprised like you guys aren't wearing gloves or anything. And they said, well, we're after each use, we're uh, sanitizing the pen. Uh, okay, at least, at least you're doing something, but really? And then, um, you know, just yesterday, there's another same type of store, actually a little closer to my house, but I really haven't gone there in a long time just because I, I like the other one way better. And my mom told me like, hey, I was there. There was only two people in there. They've taken a lot of precautions. And I thought to myself, well, okay, I'm going to check it out. We do need some groceries, even though I stocked up, um, you know, 10 days ago or so. So I went out. As soon as you, you walked up, the doors were held open by a, a door stop. There were signs that said, we practice social distancing. Um, you walked in, they actually had put plexiglass up around the, uh, the cashiers so that you had somewhere to stand in between them and, and where you were, you were cashing out. There were all kinds of signs. They pulled all their hot foods out of the out of the um, glass case and it said, you know, at this time we're no longer serving uh, hot foods due to, the, due to the coronavirus. They took a lot of um, packaged lunch meat and cheeses and like their homemade pasta salads and stuff and already had them in containers for you. So you didn't have to go up and order a pound of this or a pound of that. And um, you just felt safe. It was a place that for other reasons, I really don't go that often and I really don't care for necessarily, but during this, yes, I could 100% seeing going there quite often because you could tell that they took the extra precautions and the employees felt safe at the end. You could tell. And every single employee in there had gloves on. I think it's just important to take these extra measures. If, if you're not taking those extra measures right now in your business, you know, you're going to feel the your customers are going to feel just like I did when I when I went into the butcher shop. And I love that butcher shop. I mean, it is one of my favorite places to go. But I just, I can't go there right now. I just, I just can't. And I think that's the thing. I think other customers are going to feel the same way about your place if you're not taking these precautions. And don't underestimate like having signs up, you know, saying social distancing. So I think that that kind of plays into a lot of, a lot of that stuff. I think the other part of how we navigated through, we did do that right away. Um, right away, all our employees wore gloves. We 
brought in a ton of extra sanitizing products. Uh, we did put up signs. We did open all our doors. So really the place that I went to yesterday for food, they were set up like we were. And I, I felt comforting that, you know, we did so many different things that, that other businesses were doing the same things. You know, once you've done the leadership to your staff and you're conveying a, a good solid voice and then you're communicating to them what's going on, the other part of it would be you have to get out, out there and let people know about it. And I think how you have to let people know about it is social media. You know, we've talked about it time and time again that the social media is so important. Now, I think for the businesses that kind of felt like, I don't really need my own Facebook page. It's really not that big of a deal. If people know we're here for years and years, they just, maybe they have, have it up and they've got 200 or 600 followers or they don't even have a page. Man, a time like this shows you how important that page really is. It's crucial. And email list will be another one. You know, if you don't get your emails, when something like this happens, you can't reach out to your customers. Every step of the way, we've been able to reach out to our customers. You know, we have a, a database of, of over 5,000 emails. We have over 25,000 contacts on Facebook, 20,000 on Instagram. We're able to send them direct messages. We're able to put up a ton of video. You know, the first message was, we're open. Uh, we're safe. Here's what we're doing. Uh, we showed all kind of different things of what we're doing in the stores. And then once, once we did those types of videos, then we did a lot of marketing type videos. And I think the, the hard part is, you know, you're going through this and I'm sure everybody felt at some point, like I did, they're, they're thinking, should I really market during this? You know, should I cap, try and capitalize off it? It's not capitalizing off. It's staying alive. You have to do these things because like I said, you want to open back up stronger than you were. You want to give people that when they get their jobs back, they got a good place to work. So I, I think you, you have to get that mindset to go out there and, and market right now. And there's a, some places can't do the same things they were doing when this all happened. They have to figure out a way to pivot. And I think that's where you have to have to look at different things to figure out how you can pivot. You know, it might just come natural to you that you're like, hey, look, this is the way I'm going to pivot my business right now. You might be completely lost and, and not know how to pivot. And you say, well, how can I really start to sell these things? That's where your, your mentors, uh, your friends in the industry, anybody like that comes, in that comes into play. You should be able to look at other people's Facebooks, look at your competitors, look at people in other cities, just try and figure out what they are doing. Yeah, I was lucky enough to have, I don't know how many, 400 or 1,000 Facebook friends that are all pizza related and maybe another thousand that are that are chefs and and restaurateurs and i was able to just see see what they're doing and when you look at their facebook you say wow that looks like a good idea you take it yeah that's that's the whole thing you don't have to be the one that makes up all this stuff you've got to go ahead and just implement it so we started doing videos like like the pizza kit we're right now we're selling two pizza doughs a sauce cheese and your favorite topping 22 bucks now to me, this pizza kit is probably the most ridiculous thing because, you, you know, someone's coming in and buying it and they're going to make it at home. I just don't think at any other times this would even work. In this times, I wondered if it would even work. So I saw somebody do it on Facebook the night before. I went and sent an email to my marketing team and said, hey, look, we're going to roll this out tomorrow. Let's figure it out. 
And 20 minutes later, one of my management staff hit me up and said, uh, we should do a pizza kit. I woke up in the morning and somebody in our local area did it and got some news coverage. And I said, you know what? I'm, I'm still rolling this thing out. Like this looks like a, a winner. Here's the whole point. It doesn't matter what you're doing right now if it works. You want it to be out there to let people know you're open. So the more stuff that you're doing that draws attention to you and gets people to talk about you, that's what you want to do. So with this pizza kit, what happened was I put it up on social media. It literally got 400 shares in a matter of six hours. It got 40,000 views. I have never released anything on Facebook without paying for it that did what this one did. It was unbelievable. So I didn't look at it like, wow, you know, we sold X. I looked at it like 40,000 people now know we're open. Now, with that, I put it up, you know, twice a day. I was talking about this pizza kit. And really what I'm doing when I'm putting it on social media twice a day for the last five or six days, I'm letting people know that we're open. Because every time I put this thing up, people are still sharing it. And then we've, we've done other things. You know, we, as a restaurant, we've been promoting curbside pickup. I think that it's uh, very smart. I saw a friend of mine use the word valet. Asked him, said, hey, that's a great idea. He said, yep, go ahead, take it. Put valet on there valet curbside pickup and my wife was real big on this no contact delivery before anybody was thinking about any of this stuff she kept saying we need to do no contact delivery so as soon as i saw the the first person say that they were going to do no contact delivery i was on it we had a flyer made up that explained what no contact delivery is we started promoting that then you see a lot of restaurants and small businesses are talking about gift cards we put together our christmas gift card special where if you buy 50, you get $10 for free. We put together a nice ad about that. Started to put it out there. Hope you help your local small business. We actually have sold a, a really nice number of, of um, gift cards, which has been fantastic. And then, you know, we can still sell beers. You just can't come in and drink it there. So we've been promoting takeout beer with a, a different flyer and lots of video, lots and lots of video. And this is where I think, you know, I'm going to put together a whole, a whole podcast on this particular subject of video. And the reason is, is right now video is so important. And for a lot of people, you just don't feel comfortable doing video. But I'll tell you what, there is something powerful about an owner of a small business coming on video in front of their restaurant. And all you have to do really is have somebody hold your camera and just speak from the heart. That's it. You don't have to do anything else. You speak from the heart. You know, whether you're talking about your employees, talking about your hours, talking about what you're doing to be safe, people love that. And it, it comes across really, really well. And I think that's what we've been doing a lot of too, is we're making sure we're doing a ton of video. Then we're doing some video where it's edited video, where we're sending it off to a videographer. They're making some really clean, crisp videos. We just released one of uh, one of our guys washing his hands with a little bit of theme music behind it, a little splish splash, taking a bath. I mean, these are type of things that we're just putting out there, like I said, to let people know we're open because that's a lot of, a lot of things that are going on. People just don't know if you're open or not. So I think most states have gone through this where they get called stay at home. But the problem is, is for a week before that, it was called something different. And then all the rumors start to fly about, you know, the National Guard coming in and they're going to shut down roads. You're going to need a letter. Nobody can leave their house for 24 hours. The truth of it is the stay at home is the same thing as what everything else is. It's just they're giving it a different name to, to make it more, um, to give it more weight. And I think that's where you need to understand that 
that that's what's going on. You may understand that as a business owner because you probably did the research real quick to see if you can still stay open or if it's going to affect your hours, but the public don't understand that. So you got to start all over telling them that, yes, you're open. Here's your hours. It didn't affect us. We're ready to go. We have all these different services. Yes, we're being safe. And the cycle just starts over and over again. And that's the whole thing. You know, we've been fighting this battle every single day. There's not a day that's gone by since this happened that I haven't been doing something to make sure that people know that we're open. And if you do have somebody else doing your marketing, you should be doing along with them right now. You should not let anybody be doing just all your marketing. You should 100% know what's going on in all your marketing phases right now. You, you should be totally involved. And like I said, even if you pay somebody to do it, you should be there guiding them and letting them know what you want up, when you want it up, and all of that stuff. It's very, very important that you're guiding the ship right now with the marketing. You can't trust anybody else to, to do it. You just can't. Even if they are fantastic, you want the final say on what's going on. And I think that's what's been a little tough with, with some of our employees. The other things, you know, we're, we're really watching our costs right now. And I think for the most part, you know, I let my managers run our stores. I'm, I'm not a big micromanager. Right now, I'm a micromanager. And, you know, some could argue that you should just do the things that you, you always do and just trust your staff. For me, I want to have the final say because we'll never fail. I'm never going to fail. And I want to make certain of that. I want the final say because I want to take full responsibility for what's going on. So that's, that's why I've taken that stance that, you know, I'm talking a lot more with everybody and trying to make sure that I'm there on every decision being made. And like I said, usually I don't do that, but you know what? These are so different of times. You have to be in on every decision right now. You absolutely have to. You can't let anybody else control your destiny at this point. You have to be the one that controls where your business goes right now. It's very, very important. And then the other parts is watching, watching the trends. Watch what happens. Watch how different things happen in different industries. Watch, watch um, you know, I'm not a real big news guy. I'm really not. But I have been watching a lot of the news because I want to see what other people are doing, what's going on, what are they reporting on. You know, it's great to see the, the humanity in it, that people are helping out each other. We've had some big orders get delivered and donated to hospitals right now. A lot of, like I said, just great humanity coming out of this. And I think you want to be watching to make sure that, that you're up on whatever changes need to be made and whatever's popular right now that, that you're really in there in the forefront of it. And the other part would just be, you know, kind of personal for you. I think it's important in these times when you're going through this stuff that you're doing things to develop. You know, we all got this stay at home gag on us and everything else. I've been going on a lot of different webinars and different, um, different parts of the small businesses or restaurants and watching all these different webinars and taking a lot of different notes and getting some ideas here and there, um, doing some reading, reflecting, just making sure that I, I stay headstrong through this thing and keep a, a good pulse on what's happening. And I started off by saying so far that, that we're in really good shape uh, weathering this storm. And, you know, it's hard when you, you lose a good bit of your business to say that you're doing good. but I think the thing is, is you got to be out in front of it early. And that, that's what we, that's what we did. I don't think it's too late for anybody because I really believe this is, this is a 12 round fight, which each week being a fight. So it could be 90 days of this and you're only 10 days in. So I really believe that 
it's not too early. If you're listening to this now and you're thinking, boy, Nick, I didn't do any of this stuff. And what do I do? I'm really struggling. Start right now. That's the, that's the key. Start right now. And if you need to reach out to me, I've got nickbogaz.com. You can reach out to me. There's a contact. I will personally help you with anything I can to, to get you through this. I think that um, these are important times when we can always help each other. And that's kind of been my mission on the, on the show from day one is to be able to help other small businesses. So if you need my help right now, please reach out to me and I'll be happy, happy to help. This has been Nick Bogues on The Business Equation. Give thanks, be humble, be grateful.